Thank you for coming on my podcast. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? My name is Kayser, Kayser Giddy, and I'm the CEO of Visionary Apparel. Welcome to Younger Dove. My name's Mariana, and I'm interested in learning a variety of topics. But the thing is, I'm not much of a reader. Join me as I interview a mix of people in different careers or topics to see if I'm just new to adulting and haven't learned this stuff yet, or if I should have known this information already. Very nice. And what inspired you to make your own clothing company? So, what is, should I look here? Wherever you want. I look, I look both. So, <laughs> what inspired me was sophomore year of college, I was on the track team where, for the duration of college, I was on the track team, but sophomore year specifically, I had a hardship with the coaches, and what, I should have brought my notebooks, but really start, what really started was like, the doubt the coaches um, gave me, because I wanted to be, um, I heard one of the coaches, I'm not going to say any names, but one of the coaches was saying about how like I wouldn't place a conference or um, I wouldn't be good at conference and things like that because I had just got injured. And I think that's what really sparked, that's what sparked like the mindset shift in me because since, since high school, I, I got injured um, and we didn't make it to state for our junior year and as sectionals yep so in high school um our junior year uh we failed to make it to state and i had this thing where i'm a motivational person and like i like to be motivated you know and i made a t-shirt that said plainfield south track and it had the word redemption on the back because i felt like me as a individual and us as a team could um redeem ourselves or should have to redeem ourselves for the next year and that's kind of like a play that I had and I kind of used that mindset in college for the same thing so you started it you got the motivation for it Mm -hmm. starting in high school and then you actually started taking action in college yeah so I got the motivation to like like the motivation's always been there but it was kind of a thing like I've like created like these things that I put on my shirts or like even my tattoos or like kind of things that are like I remember to motivate me so that's kind of what it was like a memoir type of thing. So you said on the back of your high school one you put redemption yeah but the name of your company is visionary yeah so (laughs) what happened so how how the word visionary came up yeah so the word visionary so this is I should have brought my notebooks man because I have it all written down but so I was thinking of names to um, inspire myself and I kept seeing all these things on Instagram you know saying like yeah, vision this uh, inspiration that and things like that and I wrote a bunch of names down one was like valuable pain and one was one was redemption one was um, visionary and the way the when I knew that was the word that I wanted to like resemble me was in the car I was listening to the radio or I was listening to my ox cord and G Herbo has a song called visionary mm. and <laughs> and because I was initially writing like like words down and visionary was one of the words and then I heard him say it in the song I was like hmm like I saw it he says I saw that s word through I'm a visionary you can swear I can swear mm-hmm. I think so I don't know yeah well that's what he said he said <laughs> I saw that shit through I'm a visionary and 
I kind of stopped. I remember where I, I remember exactly where I was. I was by Troy Middle School, um, and I was by the stop sign. And I just heard him say that, and I was like, and "That's it." Yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> and then, and then I, when I stopped, I I circled that word, and then it's been uh, the rest is history. Really. Wow. Yeah. So how did you start it? Like I know how like you started it, like mm-hmm. you had the motivation motivation for it, mm-hmm. but like what steps did you take to actually get it started? Mm, okay, so. Um, I was, I see what you're saying. So I initially made a mock-up design. So obviously when you start something, you make a mock-up or like a prototype and it was really simple. It was just a box logo with the red, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a, so it's a t-shirt and it's literally like a box and it has the word visionary right here. And that was like the mock-up I went with. I have a bunch of different, um, like fonts and things that I was trying to go for, but I went with this uh, weird, like, it's called Metal Mania, and that's the font I went with, just because it was like, I wanted to be like, have like bold and have a statement, Mm -hmm. and initially I was going to get one of them, but my friend uh, Talia, who went to St. Francis, she was neighbors with the, um, you messed up. I did. You shouldn't have said your school because you were talking shit about the coaches. And I was, you just and said now St. Francis. I'll cut it out for you. I got you. <laughs> you can put it in. I don't even care. Okay, you don't care. Yeah, okay. I don't care. But that's that's. Yeah, I don't care. But um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, yeah, she had a neighbor, and he had a clothing like setup, and to make like clothes and things like that, and like in his house. Yeah, he had like a screen print thing and everything like that i forgot why i went over to her house but i don't remember why i went to her house for some reason and then the neighbor was there and he gave me a tour for some reason it's really coincidental but um maybe i told her i don't quite remember it was like three years ago okay but <laughs> i went there and he gave me a tour of like the whole his whole basement um it was a weird setup but uh his basement was like crazy it had the screen print the uh like six prong uh you know what that is so it's like a so it's like a thing like this mm-hmm. and there's like different prongs okay for like t-shirts and okay. that's for each color so you put it down and you put that color and next and then you do it like that and it's just to apply different colors and so i told him about the design and he was like yeah i can make that happen or blah blah and we we made the mock-up he actually found the font so well i found the font but i couldn't use the font because it was already made so he had to do certain changes so metal mania is technically my font wow fancy yeah okay so he like helped you do that so then you bought the stuff yourself when you were like yeah this is for sure something i want to do yeah so he well he made them yeah like for how long though like how many did he make or how would he oh how like, long he actually made yeah, them for until me until you bought yeah okay um so this is how it started so i got 10 shirts from him for a hundred dollars hundred dollars for 10 shirts um and i remember that night i put it on, on snapchat if you go on my instagram and you scroll all the way down that is the very first video that i like ever took a visionary ever and um, oh, another thing is 3M. So there was a red box, and then the words were 3M, and it's kind of like a double entendre. And in, in visionary, I kind of 
um, implement a bunch of double, double entendres and like things that have multiple meanings just because like that's how much I am intact with the brand. But um, what was I talking about? The process of how it started. Oh, yeah. So you were in his basement. Yep. <laughs> he made you yeah, 10 shirts. Yeah. <laughs> he made me 10 shirts. <laughs> I had to pay him 100 bucks, um, which is not bad. And I put him on Snapchat and um, I was like, blah, blah, who wants one? I kept one and I wore it to the school, went to school the next day, wore it, had a whole outfit and everything like that. And that night, I remember the first, I still remember to this day, the first dude that ever bought Visionary's name is Emeka. And he goes to my school. He's a Nigerian kid, and he actually just bought some things the other the other day. So he's a he was the very first person to ever buy. How so much did you charge him? Twenty bucks. Oh, that's yeah. So got him for ten bucks. Sold him for twenty bucks. Nice. Yeah, nice little fifty percent ROI. Mm-hmm. Nice. So then he made uh-huh. ten shirts for you, and then where did you go once you saw that more people wanted it? So I sold out of the ten shirts. And if I, so I had preset sizes. I think I had like some, I had one extra small, some small, some medium, and so on. And <clears throat> I, so say like I ran out of medium and then they're like, oh, can I have one? And I wrote down their name and I had a medium um, or that they wanted a medium. So I had, I made this big list of like people that wanted them. Mm-hmm. And at the end, like, end of the week so it took me a week to sell like the uh initial 10 and then the next week i sold or i had a pre-set like pre-sale i guess of 30 more people wow yeah that's when i was like oh my gosh this many people like this many people like the word visionary speaks to them Mm -hmm. you know and like i've always thought like why do people buy clothes because i I, i've never bought clothes from somebody actually Mm -hmm. i did but, like, that's because I thought it was cool. It never, like, spoke to me. Because I didn't think my clothes looked that cool. Mm-hmm. I just thought they, like, had a bold, like, message. Yeah. yeah. So then after the 30, so what, were you just going back to him making, having him make the 30 more you got? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is when I transitioned to um, make it myself. So now everything is done in my, my basement. Um, so I did the 10, did the 30. And I ran out, and I didn't like the design. So shout out to the people that still have the the <laughs> other the, the other ones. They were bogus. They were so bad. They suck. <laughs> Vivica has one. Not Why to name drop. Not to name drop. bad about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not like those. Like I liked them, but over time they weren't good. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't think he knew what he was doing as well as like he he made it out to be. I'm mm. not gonna lie, but. <laughs> But I didn't like the, like, it started to peel and shit, like, mm. I can guess. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. And so I I got a bunch of shirts, and my parents saw that I was, um like, making traction. Keep in mind, I'm 19 at the time. And my parents saw that, like, oh, my gosh, he's selling all these things. And I was um packing them up and, like, in the poly mailers, in the, in the clear poly mailers to give them to people. And my mom was helping me. And that's when she kind of got wind of it. And my parents actually bought my heat press for me. How much was it? Uh, 190 bucks, like 200 bucks. Yeah. Mm. And then my mom had a silhouette machine, which is how you cut the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Vinyl is like this material. Yeah, like a cricket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had a cricket and what did I say? Silhouette? Mm-hmm. That's what mine is called. 
mm. so whatever. But they are better. They are better. They are. But um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, she had one because she used to make earrings. So like, I don't know. She used to make like these weird. I shouldn't say weird, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she used to make like these feather earrings and like um, these beautiful, beautiful feathered earrings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. beautiful earrings that like I would have like leaf, leaf. Mm. Um, yeah, they were pretty cool. <laughs> But, um, I'm sorry, mom, if you see this, but yeah, she was making those and she just stopped doing it. And I, I started to use it. Well, they bought the heat press and she already had that. So I kind of got together and I was like, okay, I can make my own. So hooked it up in my, in my kitchen and put it on like the counter and I got a hoodie. I never made hoodies before. Got a hoodie and I got a, um, a t-shirt and I literally just pressed it on. So you're still doing that today? Like yes. you make it mm -hmm. yourself? Yeah. I made this myself like an hour ago. Okay, wait. How many do you get? Like you're, you do good. Mm -hmm. So you do that all by yourself? Oh, yeah. I, it's been, yeah, there's been nights where... Do you have like um, a full-time job? or is Part-time. Part-time. Part-time job and I have, I sell shoes, um, part-time job, visionary and... There's this thing called Amazon FBA. Have you heard of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I do you that. You do too. that? Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you about that after okay. because I want to get into that yeah. too. Um, but that's different. Okay, so you so how many hours a week would you say you're putting into making all these things? Mm, at, at most, oh my gosh, when, when I was making the, because um, it kind of depends on like what design. Mm -hmm. So the simpler designs, I think it took me about, I used to time myself just because, like, I'm that kind of person. Yeah. To make I it too. Yeah, as efficient as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so I used to time it, and, like, it took, like, eight minutes per hoodie. That's because I used to take the strings out, mm -hmm. and I used to have these other strings, and I put it through, and I had to use the um, a hanger, mm -hmm. you know? And you mm -hmm. have to, like, uh, like twist the hook, I mean, twist the end and, like, push it through, like, the whole, the yeah. whole hoodie. And I used to have these... Um, so these, that's like wire. It was like wire, and I had to cut the wire to a specific length, and I had to um, burn the edge of pla like I had these plastic things, and they were like this. It's like a cylinder, hollowed out cylinder, and it came like that. And I had to cut them, and I had to put it on there, and I had to like use a flame. I literally used a flame. Yeah, and what? I and I was doing that for hours. Wait, okay. So the one that the sweatshirt came with, you just didn't like the. What do you mean? Like the string? Yeah. So I thought it was cool because I saw something on like Pinterest or something where like a hoodie had two strings. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how? How? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was like, how? So mm -hmm. I went to um, uh, Home Depot. Or, Home Depot? Yeah, maybe. Because it was wire. Like, I, it was, I guess that's where yeah. Yeah, you go to Home Depot. It was like some weird wire. And like... If, I don't know. It was either Home Depot or like Michaels or something. Mm -hmm. But I two very different stores. Yeah, just very. So you know. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. And I used to, yeah, I didn't like them, and I thought I'd bring more character to like my brand if I had two laces, and mm -hmm. they were like multicolored and they kind of matched the hoodie. Mm -hmm. So, I, yeah, took them out, or took the initial one out, put the two in, and cut it. I had those things. I cut them and I put it over and I burn. Um, where was that? Cutting them. Yeah. So 
I used to cut them, like had the things, put them in, cut them, and I had put the uh, aglet things. I want to call them aglets. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for fitting some fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, the it's aglet a good song. things. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I put it over, and I used a flame, and I had like lighters, and I would just light it, and like I would go like this. You couldn't put the flame too close because it would um, it would like singe the the plastic and make it brown because mm-hmm. it was obviously clear and I you didn't want it to be like brown yeah so yeah, I had to hold it up I messed up so many times like <laughs> at <laughs> at that point oh my gosh it was hours I was in my basement for hours just you still sell those no mm-hmm. no how we, long did you sell those for about a year a year yeah about a year You're because dedicated. I yeah that was that was painful I yeah. burned my hands so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I burned my hands so many times. And that's when I was using how to, I was learning how to use the heat press. Mm-hmm. And like, I would just burn myself so many times. I'd, I'd go to sleep and I'd have all these marks in my hands. I'd take a shower and my hands would burn. Yeah. Fine. I'd fall asleep at the table. Yeah. What about your designs that have like, they're not like embroidered, but they like stick out. Like mm-hmm. they're like sewed in. Do you know which one? Like puff print? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure, this like yeah. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's heat press. That's vinyl. That's like this, but like they have a chemical in it where um, when heat when heat is applied to it, it just raises. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you, it's not anything like extra. Mm. It's just it's literally the same. Yeah, the exact same. Um, there is a, a screen print puff, and there's different types of puff, but that's the one that I use. Mm. So you don't like use like a manufacturer. Mm. No. Where do you get all your clothes from? Like the actual um, like like the blanks. Yeah. So yeah, they're called blanks. Um, I used to use Jiffy shirts back in the day. Now I use um, blank nights. I'm putting you guys on some game. No, we don't advertise. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no sponsors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Blank nights. I got this from T-shirt print USA on Instagram. These guys make some really good um, pieces. Uh, they come blank, so they like they're made for like brands. Mm-hmm. So I use them. I use a lot of Jiffy shirts. I use a, I use a lot of uh, blank nights because they have good pricing and you like buy them in bulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I buy them in bulk. Sometimes I buy them. You don't have to buy them in bulk because they're pretty price friendly. But if you want to, I think they work prices a little bit. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But do you like how do you determine your prices? Is it like hmm. you're trying to make a certain percent off of like what you pay? For? Yeah, I never even thought of that. So I always thought of like the customer. Mm-hmm. And like if I were to get a hoodie from somebody and it would be like a regular person, not like Nike or Adidas, like if I was gonna buy a hoodie from like somebody at my school, how much would I pay for it? And mm-hmm. I was like, thirty five is cool. For a hoodie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 35 is cool. 20 bucks for a shirt. I think that's a good, like, start. Like, for a regular, regular hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, once you start adding, like, all these things, like the puff print and, like, the more um, advanced designs and better quality, then you should, like, probably up the price. But as far as ROI, um, I look for about... So, usually businesses go from, like, 30 to 40% ROI. I think I was around... Or I am around 30 to 40, yeah. Because, let's see. Yeah, 30, 40% ROI, yeah. Are you eventually going to hire more people? Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> I have a whole, like, crazy plan with Visionary. So, 
um, not maybe not directly hiring people f- to make the clothes, but um, I might do it through a manufacturer or mm-hmm. just like to t- take me out of like the basement of like as far as like printing t-shirts, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that it is time consuming. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, just waiting on like the thing to cut and like mm-hmm. the weeding. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah a I have a cricket. You yeah, do? it's not fun. It's not. It's really not. Like, that's the most annoying part, I think. The weeding. Yeah. That is the most annoying part. Well, it's nice when you can just put it on the machine and it cuts it. That part's easy because yeah. that's not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Mm-mm. And like that too, because like that's like small. Like that yeah. just. Mm-hmm. It's better when it's like the big yeah. one. So you can like kind of like pick it out. Yeah. Or these you have to pick out. The other ones you could just like. Well, if you get like a good chunk of it, you can kind of pull. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So besides doing like the design, you you design it mm-hmm. and you actually make it. Mm-hmm. So what kind of like other stuff do you do that people wouldn't usually think about with you being like the CEO? Okay. Um, so like, like legal stuff. Did you do anything like legally to claim the name or anything? Yeah. So you have to get your LLC. Um, so to get your Limit, limited liability company you have to what I did is I went to my bank and I opened a bank account while creating it so I just gave them uh, so I had to pay for a cashier's check and I had they had to send it to um, uh, Jesse White the Secretary of State and they um, had to review my business or whatever they did and they sent me back the uh, confirmation of um, Visionary Apparel LLC were you worried that the name was like already taken so I did research um, when I was making those 10 to 30 shirts. Like, when I made my Instagram, that's when I was searching everything. He said, let me make yeah. sure real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some guys, World Envision. Um, I was kind of scared that they were, it was too similar, but mm, they're, they're a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to um, expand out more than just clothing? Does that make sense? Yeah. So... That's kind of what I was getting to, and I was going to tie it with um, FBA. So I'm learning a lot about um, FBA and FBM, mainly FBA. For those of you that don't know, it's uh, fulfilled by Amazon. It's where um, you're basically the middleman for products, and you buy um, product for cheap, and you sell for higher than that. It's like an arbitrage type of of deal. Um, So I want to have a course on that. Because I feel like a lot of people, like... You want to teach it? Yeah. Like, and have, like, an online course that people can, like, buy and, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and they can learn it. And just because I like, I like helping people. And a lot of people say, like, with Visionary, um, a lot of people, like, oh, you inspired me to, like, make a clothing brand and you inspired me to, like... Like, I get all these, like, I, who would have thought? I don't know. But I get all these messages about uh, how to start... You inspired me. I've been in a rut. They asked for my advice about like life. Mm-hmm. I'm not a life coach, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I like helping people. So I will give them like a paragraphs of just like knowledge, things that I can like help with, I guess. Mm-hmm. So as far as that, um, as far as like tying visionary into um, anything else, I want to do a course called Visionary uh, Ecom, Visionary Ecom, and I will basically teach people how to do Amazon and run Amazon and everybody that's in the course will have um, access to the clothing 
and like I'd send them things for free, obviously, to feel like a tight knit community because that's what I feel like Visionary has become is like a tight knit community of people that are inspired and like stay true to themselves in their vision. Yeah, I would attend. I yeah. want to learn how to do that. It's yeah. it's a process, but it's once you get the hang of it, like yo, and especially since like I'm taking notes as I'm as I'm learning, so I have notes from when I sucked. And when I got a little better, and when I got a little better, and I'm not even mm-hmm. good, like great, but I'm like I'm pretty good. How long have you been doing it? Since September of last year, so about four months, three months. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's with, fun. So actually. with that, you want to get into selling more than just clothing. Yeah. So in FBA, you can literally sell anything as long mm-hmm. as it's sold on Amazon, um, and you kind of just like bandwagon on a listing that's already selling well and you have indicators and buying criteria that uh, makes you or basically tells you that that product is selling well mm-hmm. yeah. and if you can find the product for um, cheaper obviously if you find it for cheap and then you sell it for a profit Amazon keeps their percentage but at the end of the day like you want to make profit of course yeah sure. yeah what is the craziest place you've seen? Because you like get your own orders. So mm-hmm. what is like the craziest place that surprised you? Like, oh, someone mm-hmm. from there, like yeah. they know me. So I'm half African. And I saw a picture of somebody in Africa with it. Yeah. Really? Because my dad, my, my dad went there and probably gave it to somebody. Mm. But That's so cool, though. It is cool. Yeah. It's like overseas type of thing. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I've seen... I've seen Visionary in a thrift store. Is that good? I don't know. I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, well, somebody sent me it. And I was like, huh. Wait a minute. I mean, Nike and everything is in the thrift store. So, like, I guess that's it's like true. a name if of the game. That's true, if you think of it yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a name of the game type of thing. Yeah. Good for you, you were found. In the thrift store. <laughs> somebody didn't like it. <laughs> and they threw it in the thrift store. <laughs> Um, yeah. Cool. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. No one then placed an order from Africa? Would you ship to Africa? Mm-mm. So I, I only ship nationwide. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then it was probably your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because international shipping is just crazy expensive. One day. Yeah. You'll one Yeah, one day I'll yeah. drop in there. Are you going to, like, would your first step be, like, renting a storage unit to do your work in? Like or a warehouse? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely or do that. Or just manufacture. You just want to go straight to a manufacturer. Um, I do either or. So if I were to go the um, the manufacturer route, I'd buy obviously in bulk, in bulk, and I'd have all these all these hoodies and whatever I'm selling. And in that, so for FBA, you have to have like um, a fulfillment center to basically. So say you get a product. Here's a product, and you're supposed to box it up and put the shipping label on it and like Amazon sends you all those things through their interface and basically you're gonna have like hundreds of units of different types of products mm-hmm. and I think that would like coincide really well together I'd have shirts that shirts and apparel that sell and I'd have um, like Amazon products that mm-hmm. also sell and it also be like a film like filament center and a clothing brand yeah. yeah what is your like five-year goal five-year goal hmm a great question i don't want to get too personal should i get personal no i get personal personal. okay we'll get personal um 
So I have a thing where I want to be a millionaire by 26. Yeah. So I'm 22 now. So five-year goal, I haven't really thought that far. As far as five years, I've always thought to 26, which is four years. So I guess it's kind of the same. Okay. But <laughs> I never thought of 27, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of like a, a finish line type thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I never even, like, when I thought of a five-year goal, I was 21. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've never made That's a new one, years, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I'm in my five-year goal, kind of, mm. type of thing. So, Good way to put it. Yeah. So, um, millionaire by 26, that's a, that's a big number. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a, 26? Yeah. That's huge. Mm, no. You don't think so? No. You're in real estate, right? No. You're not in real estate? <laughs> no. Really? I was for like a few months. You didn't like it? I was losing so much money doing yeah. it. Yeah. I guess I did it for like a year. Yeah? Yeah, I was, yeah, I lost a lot of money. Yeah. Can we talk about that to you? Yeah. Like real estate? Okay. After that. Okay. <laughs> Cause I 26 is old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So as far as five years from now, I want to have visionary ecom like up and running and doing well. And I just want to be changing the perspective of people. So like what a vision is and being a visionary in my eyes is basically having a vision or a goal and being a visionary to me is having, um, preset habits and um, things that you do on a daily basis that are in line with that goal. So if I want to be a millionaire by 26, I need to be strict with the things that I'm doing on a daily basis and the habits that I have to achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. So that, that didn't even answer the question. No, like in, kind of in four years from yeah. now, you want to be a millionaire. Yeah. You want to have your um, e-commerce mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. So. I'd have people coming into the course and I'd have a, an ecosystem where I would be helping people like with Amazon and building a clothing brand mm -hmm. and people would pay um, probably a one-time fee because I don't want to charge like an arm and a leg for things like that mm -hmm. um, to have like knowledge that's easily accessible on like YouTube or something like that but if people are close to me and close enough to me to support me then I would definitely um, want to do that so Visionary Ecom, Visionary as a clothing brand selling and um, having like that, that course Being really running. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part about running your own company? Um, seeing the people wear it for sure. And seeing people like wear it in a way that's like, you can tell it's like inspiring to them type of thing. Like they'll have like, they'll post it on Instagram and they'll have like a, motivational caption or something like that that really that really um like kind of shocks me and sparks me at the same time you know mm -hmm. um, so seeing people post about it is definitely my favorite part uh or seeing people in person because in college um i'm still in college and i see a lot of people like You're still in college mm -hmm, last year i failed chemistry that's <laughs> i see <laughs> i feel so i never thought i'd be like a business type of person a financial type of person at all. Wait, but what's your major? Entrepreneurship. Okay. How are you taking chemistry? So I was in bio. Mm. And I failed. Because I wanted to be a PT. Mm -hmm. So I went into college wanting to be a PT. And uh, for University of St. Francis, you had to take a, um, a bio, I mean, a chemistry. And you had to take chemistry one and two. And, <laughs> dude, 
I was terrible at chemistry. Like, <laughs> terrible. It just did not make sense. And I was so mad. I sat at the front of the class. I took all the notes. I went to um, study hours or whatever they called it after, like, school. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I was just hurting. And the, <laughs> the, I, I don't think I passed a test. <laughs> yeah. I passed, like, two quizzes out of, like, the 20. I don't know. Like, I just, like, I was trying so Did hard. Did you take biology? Yeah, I was good at biology. Yeah. Biology, I was good at. Physics, I was really good at. Chemistry, I was just terrible at. Like, the mole-to-mole conversions, all type of stuff, I couldn't do it. Like, I don't know. And I, I remember the test that took me out. It was a test that took me out. And so, I, that's when I did, like, so many hours of studying. I went to the study hours for, like, four hours, and then... I went back to my room, my dorm at the time, and me and my friend Jalen, you know Jalen, mm-hmm. me and my friend Jalen, we used to study so hard, and he failed too, so I don't feel as bad, because it was hard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was hard. So, um, I remember the test, it was one of those one of those questions where it would, um, it would ask you one thing, and that one thing led to the no- uh, next thing, so it was like A, B, C, D type of question. I couldn't answer A. Mm. I, left, I left the whole page blank. Yeah, that will get you. And I failed. Mm. Not very good at school. So is that when you changed your major? Yeah. When yeah. Oh yeah. Do chemistry. Oh yeah. I remember. To entrepreneurship. What year was that? That was so freshman year. I did all that, and then going into sophomore year, that's when I changed. Mm. So then I was in um, accounting and all that. And I like I I like numbers and I like business and things like that. Like I may not be good at like chemistry and all those things, but. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, personal finance books and like autobiographies of mm. yeah mm. I'm one of those I don't I mind I like learning about that stuff but I can't read it really yeah mm. like it's not that's why I like the podcast yeah. I'm like learning this stuff mm-hmm. and I'm actually gonna like remember it yeah. if I was reading it I wouldn't mm-hmm. actually understand it yeah the podcasts are pretty interesting yeah I watch a lot of those so you're just taking because you switched your major late you're, you still haven't graduated yeah yeah and I I failed. Here's Luna, guys. <laughs> That's my dog. I'm just terrible at school. Um, and it's just because I'm so busy with, like, visionary. And, like, I just don't, like, I'll have things that I want to do and have things that I have to do. And I always do the things I want to do, which is visionary. Mm. Um, I could make time for school, but sometimes it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> no, not about it. Well, how many classes do you still have? Right now I'm in two. So I'm in my last two classes. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, but the semester did just start. Yeah. That kind of sucks. They're pretty easy, though. That's good. Um, what is one thing in your career that you're glad to happen? Failing chemistry. Oh. Definitely. Because that's what, like, that's what, like, put me in the finance world. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, science and, and things of that nature... I don't think those are for me. And I'm glad that, like, chemistry kind of spanked me and told me, yeah, that's not for you. Yeah, I never had to take that in really? college, so I was good. What would you graduate in? Um, I got my degree in communications. Okay. So that was really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is something that you would have done differently with your career, with starting your own company? What would I have done differently? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't think about that a lot. I always think, like, whatever happened, happened. Like, Mm -hmm. what it is is what it is type of thing. Like, 
I think that if something happens, you never know if it's good or bad until something good or bad happens. Like, say I fall, break my leg. Like, that's bad at the time. Yeah. But I could fall, break my leg, and then I meet somebody at the hospital that brings me on track to make a million dollars or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I never really think about things like that. But if I were to say something, what was the question? What do I wish? What is something you would have done differently? What is something I would have done differently? It doesn't even have to be bad. Hmm. Oh, okay. It could just be like, I wish I would have gone into school being with the entrepreneurship major yeah, instead of... definitely that. I wish I wish I could like go back and tell myself, yeah, that's not for you. And like, <laughs> oh, I wish I could like really engulf myself in like the finance world earlier. Because mm-hmm. at first it was all about like the clothes and... Like, I was just selling them, getting them, selling them, getting them, selling them. And then just recently, in the past, like, year, I started, like, becoming, like, financially literate and, like, really caring about that type of type of stuff. And I, I think I could have done that earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the quality of products. Some products, like the beginning ones, I didn't So, over time, <laughs> over time, um... Like, the just garments started looking not like what I wanted them to and not mm-hmm. like what I would want other people to be looking at. Like, and that's not what I want to Yeah. Associate visionary with type of thing. Um, I wish I would have made them earlier, like made them myself earlier. But then again, I wish sometimes that I use a manufacturer because mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time <laughs> in the basement. So it's kind of like a, you know. Do you have like, did you, like there's like those things. How do you like get your stuff on straight, basically? So I do it. I do. I guess I got so good at like ball, like eyeballing it, mm-hmm. that like I go like this. Like I'll, I'll have the, the thing here and I'll go like this, and like it'll be straight every time. I don't know how. You don't have like one of like a shirt template. I used to, so it, and it burned, because I used it so much on the heat press. So I'd put it. I put the shirt over the heat press. I mean over the, uh, mm-hmm. the like silhouette thing mm-hmm. like the what is it called the t-shirt thing like that was template yeah the template and i put it on there so many times that it would it burnt and it like folded don't you put it on it i've never had it mm-hmm. but i thought that you put it on the shirt mm-hmm. and then you place your thing down and mm-hmm. then you remove it yeah so like there's a platform but there's no template for it it's just a platform is that what you mean no what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something you could buy off Amazon, uh-huh. and it has, like, it starts at the collar. Like, it's a clear yeah. piece, piece of plastic, uh-huh. and it starts at the collar, and mm-hmm. then it just, like, oh. goes long. And then you would just put your wording at the bottom yeah, of I it. Yeah, I see. No. So you, oh, okay. You I had one. Different. I lost it. I used four fingers. Yeah. So, like, four fingers, you put it there. See how, like, it ends at the four fingers? I, you got to do it from this, like, stitch point. Mm-hmm. Then you do four fingers. But aren't they different for all the different sizes? Um, kinda. Yeah, because like a small, then it's it's too like yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, I think I haven't printed a three X. I used to do three XLs for a few people, and I think I gave it a little bit of leeway Mm because it's like 
because you gotta like keep in mind like they're obviously have a bigger chest and bigger whatever so like i think i did move it down a little bit mm-hmm. i like, i just always it, it was a ballpark i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you i do like four and then i would like maybe one more like this and then i put it like i always use my fingers though see just look at it yeah even like on the backs yeah on how do back, you make sure that it. it's like in the same spot on the back um as far as like like for every individual one yeah so for for all the individual ones so you use i I always use my hands so it's always a hand here and then it's like that for the for the back and then for the front it's here and then you for these i do like this and it (laughs) it works every time (laughs) that's fair and what about the pants um what so, measurement of your hand is it? So, so you have the pocket seam, one hand like that. You see, okay. <laughs> but this you have to do two fingers from the outside seam. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you don't really use your hand for that one. It's so, like you know, and, and it's the same the every hood? time. What about the hood one? The hood? Oh, when like it comes over like this, like right here. Yeah. I just do it like right, right above this thing. Right on the seam. <sighs> so, mm. but yeah, this um. You're a. Oh, it's your phone number. I thought that was her name, in like some weird font. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Her name's on the other oh. side. Why? <laughs> okay. So you use hand measurements. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I used to have one of those things. I just didn't like it because I lose it so many times. Why? You just need to be organized. I do. It, I do. It doesn't seem like no. it. I'm pretty organized, but. When it comes to those, like, I'd misplace it. I wouldn't lose it. I'd misplace it. And I never knew, like, what spot it would be in. Like, sometimes I'd bring it up some, upstairs. Sometimes I'd, like, carry it all around my basement. So it'd be around my basement somewhere. It's still in my basement somewhere. It's probably in my toolbox. Do you have, like, you still live with your parents? Mm-hmm. So you just use their whole basement? Yeah. And they don't care? Nope. So <clears throat> nobody else goes down there. Mm. Oh, it's one of those basements. Yeah, it's like, mm. yeah, it's unfinished. Nobody yeah. goes down there. Except to like mess around or something. We have a punching bag. Sometimes my little brothers like to punch the bag. Mm-hmm. Take some anger out. Yeah. Yeah. So you said that you have people who like DM you for advice. Yeah. So what advice are you giving them? So. Advice about starting a company. Okay. So um, a few people. So about starting a clothing brand in general. Mm-hmm. So a clothing brand. So. I would suggest doing something called the pre-order method. The pre-order method is pretty much you make one of one thing. It, it takes the least amount of capital possible. So you have this. So say I make this. I make this hoodie, and I make one of them. So I order one, make it, and that costs me about forty bucks. And promoting is free nowadays because of TikTok and um, videos and all that type of stuff. So you kind of just got to promote it through. Um, all the social medias that you have and kind of get a sense of who would order it and what the pre-order method is is people order it before you actually buy it so you build up the capital um, to purchase the supplies and the materials you need and then you make it then you give it to them so then you're left with the profit yeah how long do you like have it on like pre-order for um so however long you need so what do you do what do I do um a week maybe yeah a week because um, then I'll have product left over too because like I'll order more so I can have some in hand 
So that's what I, advice I would give is use the pre-order method. Um, you don't have to do your LLC like right then and there. You got you kind of got to like show show proof that that um, business or that um, entity will actually work and is actually profitable because you don't want to just spend two hundred dollars on a LLC and like not use mm-hmm. it. Um, keep your finances right, of course. So you have a bank account for Visionary. Yeah. So what do you, like, that's what you use to buy all this stuff? But yeah. then you're, like, putting your own money into it? Yeah, so initially. Well, at, at first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at first, yeah, you have to have some type of, some form of capital that could be through a loan or through, like, cash that you have. Or obviously it'll be cash, but most likely mm-hmm. just because it's small. But, yeah, so that's that's all you do. You get the cash, make this stuff. You get more cash from the people that pre-ordered, and then you give the, the pre-order stuff to the people. And then you do it again and again and again and again until you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. Was there a point where, like, you were going to give yourself, like, not, like, a deadline, but, like, a deadline of, like, if I am not this successful by mm-hmm. this certain amount of time, you'll stop? Or you were just going to keep going? No, just keep going. Because I'm, I'm a true believer in, like, like I said before, like, you have, you have a vision and you have habits and things that are aligned with that vision. So you have to align your life and your the things that you do with that vision. So like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a sprinting to the finish line even though you don't know where the finish line is. So you kind of just got to go. That's what I believe in. Your finish line is being a millionaire. Yeah. At 26. At 26. And then mm-hmm. once I reach that finish line, I have to start a whole another race. I feel like you should still kind of maybe extend it because 26 is not old. You don't think so? No. I, to me, at, at 20, that was old. Yeah. 20? 20? I was like, 26, I gotta be. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. No, I feel like 26. I mean, I'm 23 right now, so that's mm-hmm. like three years. I'm only one year older than you, but mm-hmm. I don't know. 26 doesn't seem that far away. Like, no. I, I don't feel like I should have to have my life together by yeah. 26. Yeah. I feel, I feel like by 26, I should have taken enough risks that either make me a millionaire or break me <laughs> to, okay. to becoming a millionaire. And obviously, like, that was a little bit of an exaggeration, but <laughs> I do, like, I do, because there's things like crypto, and I'm into crypto heavy. Um, obviously, Amazon is extremely sor- uh, scalable, and same with uh, clothing brands can be scalable if you do the right um, advertising and things of that nature. Um, don't run ads. Another thing, another word of advice is don't run ads right away kind of go towards TikTok ads because TikTok is a newer um, newer app and they're easier to um, bump your things on the algorithm instead of um, Facebook ads, which are pretty saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this is everyone, but for me, there'll be like ads that come up on TikTok and then I'll go and like click on it, but then I also go to search it on Google to mm-hmm. see if it's like real. Mm-hmm. How do you like separate yourself from like those like fake companies? Yeah, so that are scamming people. Yeah, so a lot of times those are like fake dropshippers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just kind of have to have that like human like background. So it's good to post like people having your product, people like opening your product, people um, just ha- like interacting with you or your business or your product. Mm-hmm. Um, just to like give it as much human nature as possible, just so they know. Like, oh, so-and-so got their order. All these other people got their order. So you're basically building that credibility. Yeah. Yeah. You use, like, all the social medias to advertise? Yeah. Go ahead and say say the names. Um, TikTok, Instagram, 
No, like your handle. Oh. So they can find you. You yeah. want people to find you, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I never even I never even said that. You didn't. Visionary Apparel <laughs> Official. All one word. Visionary Apparel Official on both TikTok and Instagram. You don't have a Twitter? No. A Facebook? I do have a Twitter, but I don't use it. Mm. Facebook, my Instagram and Facebook are like intertwined, so it's the same exact thing. So Visionary Apparel Official on Facebook as well. And a website too. Yeah. Visionaryapparel.store or visionaryapparelofficial.com. I have both domains. I bought both. Very nice. Yeah. How did you set that up with payments online um, like on a website? Is it hard? No. So I made my website um, and I learned how to make a website in like a week. And I made it within a week. So. What do you mean make it? Like, like you coded it? Or no, 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 like no. Do no, you no. use like a website? Like a template. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Shopify, um, coding and things like that, that's pretty complicated. I wouldn't do that. I could code a website. Could you? Mm-hmm. Really? Not with payments, though. But, like, just, like, I could code a website. That's impressive. How? You did a coding class? In- um, I, used, I went to school for computer science. I started school off as computer science. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then okay. I switched to communications. To communications. Okay. Dang. So I know how to do that. That's cool. But Shopify. You know what Shopify is? I've heard of it. Yeah. Shopify is, like, this um, website creator. And... You pretty much have like a theme and it has like, imagine like a template for a website and you literally put like the collections, the cover, the loading page, all types of things. And like the menu, the drop down, um, and you can just customize it, everything. And you can have the pictures already set up and then they have the add to cart already set up and you don't have to like worry about anything like that because they automatically take taxes out of people people's purchases. Um, so you don't have to like worry about paying them for it? No. No, no. Um, do they take a part of it? Of taxes? Or Shopify? Yeah. Yeah, so they do uh, $40 a month. or No matter how many sales you make? Yeah. That's I can make zero nice. sales and it's like 40 a month. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Shopify is really user-friendly. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I chose that one just because it's the most user-friendly. Mm-hmm. There's like Wix or, um, you know Wix? Mm-hmm. Or what's the other one? Like My Cartel? My, I only know Wix. Yeah, it's something like that. And, yeah, I, I I thought Shopify was the best one just because, like, I used to watch drop shipping videos all the time, and um, everybody used Shopify just because it's easy. Were you, like, worried about, like, people's, because it was, like, a template? Were you worried about your website looking like other people's websites? Um, I never thought of it like that. I never oh. thought of it like that. <laughs> like, I never cared, <laughs> I guess. Okay, that's good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like Nike and Adidas look the same. Like, their their websites. Oh, I don't go on their websites. No. I go, for for Amazon, if you if you start the Amazon, mm-hmm. you're going to... We have to talk about that after. You'll see. And then I have to decide if I want to start it. Yeah. Okay. I have sort of a game. Okay. I don't have any more questions. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to, like, say mm. that I didn't ask about? You want people to know? Believe your vision. And, yeah, just keep going. Just keep pushing. No matter how old you are, how much money you have, how much you're struggling, just keep keep pushing. Keep chugging. Because you never, like, you never know how far you are in, into the process until you look back and you're like, dang. Like, I was pretty young doing blah, blah. Like, at 19, I was selling all these clothes. Like, at that time, when I was 19, I thought I was behind. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. And even, like, 22 
I feel like when I'm 26 and 20 whatever, I'm gonna look back and like, dang. If you're 26 and a millionaire, you're not behind. No. You're ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have your website pulled up, and I want to see how well you know it. Oh God. Okay. Oh. <laughs> how many? What percent cotton? Oh. <laughs> is the beige sweatsuit? 60-40. Wow! I know it. I know my things. Okay, let me go to a different one. This is what his website looks like. So that's how you know you're at the right one. Let's go shop all. You look young. When did yeah, you take I do. that? That was last year. Or 2021? Hmm. Around September. Okay, here we go. You still have the sweatshirts with the two strings on your website. Mm-hmm. The, which ones? Yeah, so those are the black and, so, oh, I didn't even talk about that. So I got tired of burning myself, and I got tired of burning, like, the things, so I, so I bought, like, preset, um, preset strings. That's why they're white and black. Like, that used to mm -hmm. be, um, not that one, but that, like, I think the green one, maybe? I don't know. But... Some of them used to have like, no, that's the that's the newer ones. Oh, okay. Maybe in like the older, cause once, like when my very first design, when I started like actually, when I was like, oh my gosh, people are buying, um, was like the sky blue mm -hmm. hoodie. And I remember this girl asked, um, yep, asked for, um, yeah, that was the very first one, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I thought I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> there was this girl that um, was like, oh, I want to try a sky blue one, because I only had black, uh, red, and white. And she said she wanted to try the sky blue, and then that's when, like, sales started rolling in for the hoodies and things. That's when COVID started, too. Mm. Yeah. Can, can we say COVID? Doesn't YouTube have, like, a... I have no thing? idea. The C word. The C word. C19. Okay. Looking at your website, you sell hats. How many different colored hats do you sell? Let me count. There's three. Or four. Wait. There's, there's red black, blue, beige, four. I see blue. And they're all, they all have French names. I see beige. I see black. Maybe the red's not on there. The red's not on there, no. The red is not on here. I remember I didn't put it on there. Yeah. You do this rhinestone? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? So, Rhinestone is pretty easy. You have to have a pre preset uh, thing. Like, I don't make the, like, I don't, like, you know, <laughs> I would lose. They come in the strips. Lose my mind. Yeah, they come in That still thing. feels like a lot, though. Are they sticky? Or yeah, they're, they're, so, like, vinyl has, like, a, a different side. Like, this is the, like, side that you present, but the other side is um sticky, kind of sticky. So, it's kind of, so like imagine the back of this vinyl is the back of like the rhinestone so mm -hmm. you pretty much have like the metal and then you have the 
vinyl right here and it just sticks to the, to the garment. Um, what color, how many tech suits do you have? Four. What colors? Black, gray, red, blue. Yeah. You know your website. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have to. I know. You might go on a podcast and randomly be tested. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I had. Um, thank you for coming. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Young or Dumb. I hope you enjoyed the subject and learned something new. Make sure to follow my podcast for more interesting conversations. And remember, be happy and be chill.